0: So you're at home enjoying your evening tea under a warm blanket when all of a sudden you see a huge, no, enormous mosquito. Its long and gangly legs have a span of your palm and it clumsily bumps into all the obstacles it meets. Despite its awkward appearance, it's still terrifying. What if it carries malaria? What if it eats you alive in your sleep? Slowly, not to draw the monster's attention to yourself, You get out from your soft chair and run for it into the bathroom, lock yourself in there, and open the browser on your phone. After a few seconds, you draw a ragged breath of relief. Turns out it's just a crane fly, not a mosquito at all. It might look like a ferocious beast, but it's actually peaceful and even defenseless. Many crane flies don't even have mouths, so they don't eat at all, and those that have a mouthpiece will only munch on sweet flower nectar. Crane flies are really clumsy in the air. Their rather short wings are no match for their huge bodies and long legs. So they're slow, and it's easy to catch them. Birds and frogs, as well as bats and cats, love them as a treat. The only way they can avoid being eaten is by losing a limb. Their legs easily break off even when nothing touches them. And if you're still unconvinced not to scram and set your house on fire when you see one, consider this. Crane flies can tell you if the water pool you're about to swim in is of good quality. If you see these bugs on or above the water, you're good to go. Even more, fishers often make their bait look like the crane fly larva. Ah, this makes it more appetizing for the fish. But while googling, you get engrossed with reading up on some other weird and crazy bugs. For example, here's the human-faced stink bug. Nah, they don't really stink, at least for humans. To give off pheromones that attract other stink bugs, letting them know there's food nearby. The most peculiar feature of it is in the name. A man faced stink bug has a face on its back, with three black dots drawn in red. The vibrant color of its back warns predators that the bug isn't tasty or even poisonous, while the black eyes draw attention from them to the vulnerable head. Saddleback caterpillar's name is also quite telling. It looks like some creature from another planet with a bright green saddle over its back. And the saddle is, sadly, the only safe part of the thing to touch. The spines you see all over the rest of its body are sharp and highly poisonous. If you want to give it a friendly tap on the back, make sure you don't touch anything else. Well, well, we have a titan beetle next. Meet the largest beetle in the whole world. It can grow as long as your entire palm, complete with fingers. Seeing one in the wild can be a shocking experience, especially if it flies right in your face. But don't fret. Thankfully, this giant is placid and won't bite you if you don't mean it harm. Still, if you make it angry, never let its mandibles touch you. The bug will hiss and bite, and what such snap can crack a pencil in half? What's interesting, an adult titan beetle doesn't feed at all. It doesn't need food to survive. As a larva it gets enough energy to keep it well nourished even when grown up Ooh, i'd love that ability an even more menacing looking bug is a giant Ouida. living in new zealand these cricket-like creatures look like someone forgot to lock the portal to the infernal a massive beefy body with six thorny legs long alien-looking antennae and big mandibles that just might cut steel Well, in fact, these giant insects are quite peaceful and won't bite unless provoked. And even if they do, it's not as bad as you might think. There are videos with weedas biting hands of people holding them and doing no harm at all. So don't let it scare you, even though such an insect might weigh more than a full-fledged sparrow. Atlas moths look like they have three heads, two of which are serpents. These pretty nocturnal flyers have strange shapes on the tips of their wings that look like snakeheads. This seems to be their mode of defense from predators. And that's also why they're sometimes called cobra moths. In Southeast Asia and India, where they normally dwell, atlas moths are often found on butterfly farms producing silk. And that's some sight. The wingspan of one such moth can reach 10 inches. That's larger than your hand. Peacock spiders are perhaps the cutest arachnids in the world, second maybe only to their jumping cousins. They're so tiny, you probably wouldn't even notice one scrambling through your kitchen. But if you get a chance to take a closer look, do it! Peacock spiders are beautiful. They have large beady eyes, a shiny blue and red coat, and cute fuzz on their body and legs. And their mating dance is something else entirely. Too bad they only live in Australia. Another moth on the list, the hummingbird moth. Remember the Atlas one, how huge it was? Well, this one's as big as a hummingbird, and holds much more resemblance to its namesake than that. The speed at which it flutters its wings, the long tongue to drink flower nectar, and even the sound it makes when flying. All of it makes you wonder if it's really a moth after all. Of course, the fuzzy critter is absolutely safe, and you should consider yourself lucky if you ever see one. Long-horned orb-weaver spider is one of the most unusual arachnids in the world. It's just your regular spider in all respects, but for some reason, it boasts two long curved horns on its back. The back itself is bright orange to ward off predators, red means danger. But scientists are still unsure why this spider needs those prongs, so there's a web of mystery for you. You know, scorpions are interesting little Ouch. creatures. Six legs, two claws, and a powerful stinger. Now, what if humans also wore exoskeletons to protect themselves? So an exoskeletons mainly made up of chitin, which is a complex material found in insects and reptiles. Thanks to their exoskeletons, these tiny creatures can defend themselves and perform acts of superhuman strength. If you wore a scorpion exoskeleton, you'd be able to climb up any building you wanted. With massive claws in the front, it would be easy to grab hold of things and even cut through them. Might be hard to open a bag of chips, though. But at night, you'd have problems – UV rays. They wouldn't hurt you or cut through you or anything, but you'd definitely glow in the dark. Not exactly ideal for sneaking up on someone. A scorpion's tail is venomous and packs a nasty sting. You could use it to sting anyone in your way. Plus, it's long enough that you could defend yourself from a safe distance. Scorpions live all over the world in some of the harshest environments, from freezing icy landscapes to scorching hot deserts. If it freezes, a scorpion can even thaw itself out under the sun. This next creature also has two claws and six legs, but it doesn't have a stinger. It's the mighty crab. Its shell is a lot more powerful than a scorpion's, and it's surprisingly quick. So, you'd be seriously powerful in one of those. The downside is, you'd only be able to walk sideways. And you'd be delicious to someone, like me. There are almost 5,000 species of crab all over the world, each with special skills. In a crab costume, you'd definitely be a master digger. Sure, you'd be doing it sideways, but those legs and claws can get the job done. If there were crab-inspired bodysuits, they'd most likely be made for digging. You could even work underwater. You'd be agile, strong, and you'd look awesome. Humans in ant suits would dominate any construction site. Ants live in colonies around most of the world and rely on strength and numbers. But that doesn't mean each little ant's weak or anything, just the opposite. There are actually already exoskeleton suits out there to help humans do some heavy lifting. But to use the actual strength of an ant would be a game changer an ant can lift around a thousand times its own weight. In a group, they can drag a bird across a field without breaking a sweat. What's even crazier is that they can carry things while they're climbing straight up a wall. Or even upside down. Wow. Imagine a group of humans dragging a jet fighter up the side of the Empire State Building. There wouldn't be any need for bulldozers or cranes anymore. Just strap into an ant suit and get her done. Buildings could be inspired by those huge underground ant colonies. Ants are amazing at making tunnels. Imagine wearing a bodysuit that flies through the air like a stealth craft. If you wore a hornet suit, you'd have it made. They have a tough exoskeleton that's surprisingly light and easy to maneuver. Picture a fleet of strong flying acrobats. Oh, and don't forget the stinger. Most people think of hornets as pests, but they're not. They do a lot of good for the ecosystem, like eating up those pesky mosquitoes. Having a hornet suit would be essential for any kind of undercover work, not so much for office work. A strong, aerodynamic bodysuit with a powerful stinger? Hey, sign me up! An armadillo uses keratin to make its bodysuit. You know, the stuff your hair and nails are made of? What makes it unique is that it's foldable and durable at the same time. It's made up of hexagon-shaped plates that go all over its back. When there's danger around, it can roll up into a ball. Scientists are studying how to make durable bending glass, just like the armadillo's body plates. Humans wouldn't be 100% protected with this thing on, but they'd be able to withstand pretty much anything. You could jump out of a plane, no parachute, land on a rooftop, brush it off roll off the edge, and land safely on a nearby car, all while being chased by tricked-out cars and helicopters. Nah, I've been streaming too many movies. Being one of the slowest animals on Earth does come with an advantage. You got a heavy shell on you 24-7 for protection. Just like armadillos, tortoise shells are made of keratin. What's sweet about its shell is that it grows with the tortoise. Crabs and other shelled animals have to keep replacing theirs as they outgrow them. Humans would be almost invincible if they wore tortoise suits. But they'd be insanely slow and draw a lot of attention. Still, if something goes down, you could just hide in your shell and wait it out. Hopping around from place to place would be pretty sweet. But what about flying? Grasshoppers can do both. They have a set of wings they tuck in behind them, which they unleash after their epic takeoff jump. Oh, and they come in all shapes and sizes. Great for camouflage! Now, a grasshopper can jump around 10 inches high and 3 feet long. Uh, far? Uh, out? Well, that far. Anyway, it's all thanks to its back legs. Grasshoppers basically catapult themselves when they feel threatened or when they see something delicious. If you had a grasshopper suit, you'd be able to jump a whole football field in one go. You can forget about being stuck in traffic. It might not be the most powerful armor, But with those jumping skills and landing skills, getting your weekend shopping done would be a breeze. Or you could be the world's coolest pizza delivery person. Just imagine the tips. Poor Pete. Pete is so scared of bugs, all he wants is to find a place on Earth where he can be safe from them. After years of research and traveling, he eventually finds the place to go. Antarctica. Pete makes it there, confident that bugs wouldn't survive in the cold. Little did he know that insects are on every continent of this planet. Well, not really. He was kind of right about Antarctica. It isn't home to a lot of bugs. In fact, there are only one true species of insect that calls this place home. It's a wingless midge called Belgica-Antarctica. This fly is tiny, but it's still Antarctica's largest terrestrial bug. Okay, so we've established there's literally no place on Earth you can escape insects. Well, that's not really true either. You might need to learn to swim, though, as the only place that doesn't have any bugs living within is the Earth's surface covered by the ocean. But why do insects hate it here so much? No one could really come up with a definitive explanation, but some think it's because the oceans lack the plants that insects use for food and shelter. They might as well be the largest network of secret agents on the planet, as insects have ears all over the place. Most of the time, though, these ears are not on their heads. Some have ears on their wings, some on their legs, and some even on their abdomens and necks. A lot of these bugs live pretty lonely lives, but there are some of them that actually have families. Like the best beetles, for example… They can form family-like units in which both parents work to raise their young. They also have their own vocabulary and speak to each other by squeaking. Should an insect ever fall from a certain height, does it sustain any damage? Well, the subject is a bit more complex, but let's take ants, for example. They don't take any fall damage, and that's because they're so small. A lot of other bugs can technically fall from a height of miles and still be fine. The explanation has a lot to do with math and physics, which the bugs themselves have no time to study. But to put it simply, they're not nearly heavy enough to impact the surface they hit. As they fall, they don't actually gather speed, they slow down. An ant's relatively large surface area for that tiny weight creates a lot of drag as it moves through the air. So it ends up slowing down as it reaches the end of its flight. Speaking of ants, uh, wasn't I doing that? There are about one quadrillion of them on the planet at any given moment. That's about 1.4 million ants per human, calculated for a world population of 7.3 billion people. If we put it that way, it's their planet, right? It's hard to imagine a fruit fly with an astronaut helmet on. But they were indeed the first living creatures to be launched into space. That was back in 1947, when they waved goodbye to the Earth in a V-2 rocket, reached an altitude of about 68 miles in less than 200 seconds. They then returned to Earth by parachute. Not all insects are that lucky. For example, caterpillars have a total of 12 eyes but are basically blind. Their simple little eyes can only distinguish between light and dark, so they can't actually see a clear picture of what's in front of them. And no, glasses won't help if that's what you're thinking. Some insects actually put a lot of work into their uh, dating life. A good example is the stoneflies, which do push-ups to attract the ladies. Did you know butterflies taste the surroundings with their feet? Heard that right! That's because they have taste sensors on their feet that help them find food. So they stand on a leaf and give it a taste. If they figure out the plant is something that their caterpillars can eat, they place their eggs in this spot. But how do they eat since they can't bite or chew? Well, they use their long tongue, which looks more like a tube called a proboscis. It's basically a straw that helps butterflies to slurp up liquids, like nectar, for example. The ancestors of this crafty creature had lived on this planet way before the dinosaurs themselves. Fossil records show that ancient grasshoppers first came up more than 300 million years ago. Ever heard of bugs that are fans of rock music? Well, in a way, termites do, sort of, prefer this sound. Termites chew away at wood to figure out what kind of wood they have lying around. They use vibrations. Why? Because it helps them find the best source of food. If there's heavy metal or rock music playing, they can chew through the wood faster than at their regular speed. Hmm. Do they slow their chewing down with Brahms or Bach, or just go to sleep? Alright, you're scuba diving in the ocean watching corals and colorful fish flitting by. When suddenly, an enormous shadow appears above you. You look up and see a massive creature approaching you, its mouth a gaping abyss. Relax, just stay still and you'll be fine. This leviathan is a basking shark, one of the scary sea monsters that isn't really capable of doing harm to anyone. Basking sharks are filter feeders, just like baleen whales. They open their large mouths to swallow plankton, and don't even have teeth. It's late night in the Central American jungle. You're out in the wild to watch birds, and you hear flapping of wings. Excited, you look intently into your night vision goggles, only to see a face out of your worst nightmares. Ah, Don't scream, you'll scare it away! It's a perfectly harmless, wrinkle-faced bat, and it isn't interested in you. These are fruit bats, and wrinkles on their faces allow them to collect fruit pieces and juice for later snacks. By the way, their Latin name, senex, was given to them for their semblance to 100-year-old humans. Walking around a Nepali national park and deciding to wash your face in the river nearby, you freeze in terror. A crocodile is looking straight at you from no more than a few feet's distance. Then, it raises its snout above the water, and you exhale in relief. It's a gharial. These reptiles have long and narrow snouts that allow them to efficiently catch fish and, at the same time, prohibiting them from hunting any other prey. While still carnivores, gharials are pretty shy and will slither away at the sight of humans. Right now, there are no more than a thousand of these crocodilians in the whole world. So, let it go especially if it's a girl gharial. (laughs) You dig your garden in the backyard and notice something moving on your shovel. You take a closer look and drop the tool in horror. A small creature looking like a hostile alien is scurrying away into some burrow in the ground. Eh, no worries. It's just a star-nosed mole. These critters have peculiar snouts that look like they've been blown up from within. Their eyes are small and weak, So the star on their nose helps them a lot to move around and seek food. It's always on the move, touching everything it can reach as if the tendrils were tiny fingers. Oh, you're bathing in the ocean again. Well, look to your right, there's a real toothed shark going right at you. Nah, don't panic, it's just a sand tiger shark. Neither a sand nor a tiger one, It's a vulnerable fish-eating shark that slowly swims in the seas and chases its prey from time to time. There have been no reports of it ever attacking humans, but it still has rows of sharp teeth. So don't try to touch it just in case. It may seem placid, but you don't want it to get a bite out of you, do you? Okay, from ocean to desert, you're in Australia and longing for some water. You see a likely spot and start digging the ground only to stumble upon a creature straight from the depths of neither, all covered in thorns. It eyes you suspiciously and slinks away because it's just a thorny devil. Despite its ominous name, this lizard is harmless to humans. Horn-like bumps on its skin are for protection from predators and birds of prey. The thorns are hard, but as long as you don't touch them, you're fine. Now, if you have arachnophobia, it won't calm you down. But tailless-whipped scorpions you might meet in North and South America, as well as Asia and Africa, are more afraid of you than you are of them. Eh, tell yourself that. These nightmarish creatures don't have stingers and won't even bite when threatened. The worst they could do, and only if you corner them, why would you do that, is prick you with their front legs, leaving tiny puncture marks on your finger. Many people even keep them as pets, and they're quite affectionate toward their owners. Yeah. If you ever stumble upon a burrow from which a hairless, big-toothed creature is speaking at you, just don't mind it and let it be. Naked mole rats are the sphinx cats among rodents. They're close relatives of mole rats, but, well, naked. And they're fascinating in their own right, too, thanks to living entirely underground. They're almost totally cold-blooded, but can conform to any temperature outside. And their flappy, wrinkled skin doesn't feel any pain at all. So pins and prickles, as well as sharp teeth, don't scare naked mole rats. You're once again lost in the jungle, this time on Madagascar. Poor you. The night has fallen, and you seek shelter. But when you think you've found a suitable tree to build a lean-to, you freeze in terror. A black, long fingered hand appears on a tree branch right above you, and two huge yellow eyes are staring you down. Then you see a shaggy face and realize it's just a lemur, an eye eye, more precisely. This creature is native to Madagascar and only goes out at night, so you're lucky to see it. It fulfills a role of a woodpecker in tropical forests. It knocks on tree trunks to find bugs and uses its long, wizened fingers to reach inside. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.